0: I bet you could use a real break from the routine. I mean, sometimes vacations leave you even more exhausted. That is called burnout, my friend, and I'm here to help you. This podcast is brought to you by Atlanta Wellness Retreats, which has officially launched the first mini-retreat on Saturday, February 18, called Calm in the Chaos. It's going to be a powerfully restorative afternoon of connection, meditation, and movement on the Atlanta Beltline and is co sponsored by Just Add Honey Tea Company. Be sure to say yes to doing something fun and different for yourself. Register at AllisonHair.com forward slash calm. Parties are weird for me. I always need a getaway car. I tend to come in with plenty of energy, but when the rest of the crowd starts getting rowdy and turned up, I turn down and sneak out. I am gone. I've got a group of people who love to do lip sync selfie videos, but the moment that those cameras come out and the music comes on, I am out. (laughs) Karaoke? Nope. Game night? Hell no. Drinking games? Not a chance. Playing with my kids? Uh, no. In fact, check out episode 92 of this podcast called I Hate Playing With My Kids. So what is the deal? Well, I'm not that fun. I never have been. And I'm curious, where do you consider yourself on the fun meter? Are you like me? Pretty resistant to being silly and just letting go. Maybe it's a control thing. Or do you embrace it all? Are you the the fun one? I actually wonder if fun is being redefined culturally. The drinking culture has always been synonymous with fun, at least in America. But there's also more of a shift going to healthier lifestyles, like a rise in popularity to being sober curious, and even ecstatic dance experiences, which is purposely... Substance-free movement—it's—it's uh, it's so fun. Look up ecstatic dance. Go Google it. But you know, I've been facilitating these challenges. Um, if you've been following me for a little while, as I'm learning this on my own. So last December, I led a clearing challenge to clear out clutter in physical form, in mental form, emotionally, and the purpose was to do all this clearing in preparation to have a clean slate in the new year in 2023. And so in January last month, I led a new new year challenge where we would do something new every day. In both cases, I put together a 31 day idea chart to help everyone who is participating. And I actually have some really big announcements that I'll get to later on in this episode. So make sure you stay tuned some offerings that I think will make a huge impact in your world if this topic today is resonating with you. So, make sure you stay here. Don't go anywhere. But I'll be honest here. So, you know, like I just said, I've done two months back-to-back of challenges and I'm the one who's kind of facilitating it, right? But personally, you may relate to this, you may not, I don't know. But I personally am very triggered by challenges I generally don't participate in them at all because I don't really care at all about the discipline part, believe it or not. I have burned myself out of being overly disciplined. Like Atomic Habits, I could have written it. And I also struggled with disordered eating and body dysmorphia, so there's that. And really, that's kind of where the triggers came from, especially around the disordered eating and and the kind of… Um, Uh, obsession that I used to be in a few years ago. You will never catch me doing 75 hard because what I know is the body genuinely needs to rest and recover to optimize your performance in general. So 75 days of crazy ass discipline is not what I personally need. Anyway, I did those challenges and opened them up publicly, but it's kind of for selfish reasons. I wanted to make sure that I kept it top of mind. And I'll admit it, I'll admit I didn't do every single day and really that wasn't the point for me. But I did more than I would have had I not had any accountability to the group. And honestly, if I didn't publicly declare what I was doing and promise to show up as often as I could, I would have forgotten about it and it would have just dropped off. And it's kind of like If a tree falls in the forest, if nobody is there, does it make a sound? And it's the same concept. And so through these challenges, I love the camaraderie. I love the support. I love the new ideas from the challenge groups that I assembled through. I had like private Facebook pages. And I love seeing the sparks that happened for other people in doing the same thing and connecting new people with each other. It was really fun to kind of see like... People starting to have conversations with each other and bring new ideas. And, you know, like they really like getting to know each other. And it got me thinking, could I do another challenge or focus in February? Well, here is something really personal. I thought about at the very end of January, I almost had a full-blown meltdown about finances and trying to once again force myself to get some kind of a job or some steady income. Side note, if you haven't been listening or following me, I quit my 20 plus year corporate career last year to forge a brand new unpaved path that is more aligned. But I didn't really have a plan. I just am kind of figuring out as I go. And I'll tell you, like nine months later, a lot of clarity has been unfolding in the past two months. And I'm not, I'm almost not going to go too deep into the meltdown because it sent me down a path where what I've noticed is that when I get really stressed over the practical part of the money and trying to figure out what to do, what happens is my body, I, I totally feel paralyzed and panicked. And I noticed that the more I tried to microwave this brand new path as an entrepreneur, something that truly needs baking, the more it felt like a leash around my neck that was jerking me back and saying, girl, don't you trip. You are closer than you think. Slow your roll. And it's weird. Every time I get serious about finding a traditional or corporate job, everything in my body says, no, not yet. This is not right. And I do go and explore it and just kind of notice what happens in my body. And every time that happens, I double down on my own thing and opportunities start opening. So it's kind of exciting, little clues everywhere. I know a lot of you have been, you know, kind of invested in my journey. And when I left my corporate job, I can't tell you how many people reached out to me and said, oh my God, Allison, I would love to quit my job. Or I I would love to do something differently, but I, I can't. I just can't. And I get it, you know, like my mission here is not to tell you to quit your job and, you know, be a dance fitness instructor like what I did. You know, my, my job is to kind of have that exploration or at least navigate or provide or facilitate some kind of questioning to figure out where is your wholeness? Where do you feel the most alive and most aligned and also give you permission to say, you're allowed to feel good. You're allowed to maybe step out of the calendar for a minute and maybe open the door to something else. And so this has been the craziest stuff ever. Through this process, I have never felt more guided and grounded in my intuition, but also can't seem to force anything to happen any sooner unless I am totally in alignment. So this has been like uh, truly an exercise in just like hammering a new pathway, a new neuro pathway, and kind of a new way of being that um, it's, it's interesting to feel. Some of you may feel this too, is that it's becoming very, very clear what is a yes feeling in my body and what is a no feeling in my body and trusting it and knowing it's going to be okay. Okay. So, I let go of the reins. I'm just letting go. And then fun February came to me. And I noticed how many activities I don't do because I prioritize the shoulds. Even now where I do have more freedom and flexibility. You know the saying, don't should on yourself, those cues cease to- I actually hate that. You know, don't should on yourself, don't be a should head, you know, but I guess for th- there is some truth to that. I just don't like the I don't know, the cliche kind of catchphrases, but for me, the rebrand of this podcast, you know, I rebranded it last month to be Late Learner, and redefining not only how it looks, but how it sounds and who it serves, the launch of Atlanta Wellness Retreats, which, by the way, has been so fun to create, and I'll talk more about it in a second, and finding new places in Atlanta to teach Rebel Groove, the dance fitness format that I love and instruct and teach. And of course, raising a family with a husband and my two very active kids. It's a lot. I have never stopped working and operating like I did when I did have a full-time job. But somehow, I become more obsessed where I let some important and nourishing things go or just altogether didn't do it because it seemed frivolous. There's a lot of shame and judgment on my own self. So, I ask you this. You know, as you listen, I want you to consider what are some activities that you used to do or put off because you've covered up your available time and energy with other priorities, things that you should be doing, but, or maybe have just kind of lowered it on the priority list um, and lowered it because you thought maybe there was some shame or embarrassment or just, you know, maybe later, I I don't deserve to do it quite yet because I've got to get all this other stuff done. So I'd love for you to make a list either in your head, especially if you're driving or if you have a pad and pen nearby or whatever electronic method that you like to take notes and think about some of those things that you've kind of let go to the wayside or ideas and things you'd love to try, but just haven't created the space for it. For me, I stopped going to lunch with friends, like completely completely. The thought of being face-to-face with someone without a hard stop seemed like a dangerous waste of time when I could be focused on creating. Yikes. That's not right. And I was told by a Reiki practitioner when I started to do like a mental inventory of this, but I was told by a Reiki practitioner that I've stuck energy trapped in my hips. Usually that is like a creative center. There's something about... Maternal or mother, or something with that. Um, and so it was advised that I go do some hip opening yoga on YouTube. And you know, when a healer tells me something, I do it. I love that stuff. But I realized that I would never make the time to do it. I never practice dance in my home, even though I have access to tons of dance learning programs. I feel too guilty. It's always been a battle to go out for a walk and enjoy the weather when I should be getting stuff done. Sometimes I won't light a candle while I'm working because I don't want to waste the wax. I mean, how many small things of comfort or joy or ease do we bypass? Whether it's doing a face mask at home or enjoying a cup of tea or putting on music that makes you want to get up and dance. It's like the good China epidemic. My grandmother used to say, Why would I save the good china? You know the china I got for my wedding for a special occasion? Why would I save the good china for special occasions when my family every day is special? So she would use the good china for her family every day. So I asked some folks what they tend to put off or skip over, but consider fun. So here are a few of the answers. And I would love to hear yours. You can shoot me a DM or an email. Some people said bubble tea getting their nails done, painting or going to a painting class, mountain biking, snowboarding, making jewelry, watching the sunset during golden hour, watching the moon, snuggling with your loved ones, playing games, doing a fun workout, I know there's a zillion of these. I just think it's so interesting how much we put off. And why do we stop dancing after college, you know? If you ask a bunch of 5-year-olds, "Can you paint? Can you sing? Can you draw? Can you dance?" All of them will say yes. But if you ask those same 5-year-olds when they're 25, "Can you do all those things?" Most of them would say no. So where does it go? Especially if it brings you joy. I've talked about it before on the podcast. And I've been thinking about seemingly leisurely activities I would never consider. For one, I have never sat in a coffee shop and hung out and worked. Like never. I'm more nervous about what I would do with my laptop and all my crap if I had to go and get up and go to the bathroom. Maybe you can enlighten me on the etiquette on this because maybe it's a lot easier. But honestly, I don't know how people focus. I mean, do people watch there? Do you do creative stuff? Do you try and meet people? For me, it's usually way more comfortable on my couch with a blanket over me and my favorite tea. But it started me thinking about being out in the world and just being out, you know, and like open instead of like hold up in my house. But it got me thinking about unplanned plans. You know, giving yourself permission to wander off your calendar and be open to wonder. Say that, let me say that again. Did I say that right? Giving yourself permission to wander off your calendar and be open to wonder. Leaving room to take a different turn and see what sparks your brain. Love and the joy of possibility and your own worthiness and not being driven by fear. As in, and this is something really familiar to me. If I don't do this right now, my world is going to fall apart and i feel this so deeply that there's so many ta- like i'm so driven as a type a personality that if i don't do this right now and this happened when i was you know kind of struggling with body dysmorphia and disordered eating that i thought i was one dorito away from all of a sudden getting obese or if i don't buy this now when I have money, it's all going to be gone. It's all going to be taken away. I need to do this now. I need to work hard now so I can rest later. Right. And so it got me thinking about decisions. All decisions are made out of one or two drivers love or fear. And so let me share how this practice of unplanned plans can literally regenerate energy. I now intentionally do this a lot more. And I've tested it out on some others, and I swear to you, it works like a charm. So, we're talking about regenerating energy, right? Like, how do you create energy out of nothing? Are you exhausted? Are you tired? Do you feel like you are depleted? And I know for me, I would get to Friday, so like when I was working, I, I literally like S- Sunday scaries were really real for me or the Monday, the case of the Mondays or whatever. But Sunday nights, I would just be like dreading, dreading going to sleep the weekends ending. And then Monday, it felt like, it felt like Monday mornings felt like I was suiting up for armor. I had to put the face on. I had to just power through. It was like I had armor on and just had to kind of Clench through the entire week. And every Friday night or Friday, I would be so drained that I couldn't even imagine making plans on a Friday night. And if I was, I would be a freaking zombie. And so Friday, I would pick up the kids around five. I would get home, take my makeup off, put my pajamas on. I couldn't even move. And I would just be counting down the hours until I could go to sleep at 8, 8.30, whatever it was. Usually my husband, my husband still does this, that Friday nights are family movie nights. And so the kids would watch something with him and I would go up to my room because I just had no energy. And honestly, Saturday wasn't much better. And to me, I feel like if you're doing something that you either don't like or find that it is depleting you of energy or you have outpaced your energy or you know maybe it is like a 5 to 1 thing of like are you doing five things that bring you joy and one thing that is not bringing you joy or is it the opposite way where you're doing five things that you feel like you absolutely have to do and maybe one thing of joy so how do you find the balance how do you regenerate energy And so, I figured out how. And so, I'm so excited to talk about it here and like literally regenerate energy. And so, I have brought people, uh, I've done it to myself, and it's so exciting. It feels so powerful to be able to do this. And what even feels more magical is to watch, to do this with somebody else who is also tired or doesn't even have to be tired or depleted, but just watch their joy just spark and you see them amplify. It's such a cool, cool thing. And so, it works like a charm. So, I'm I'm so excited to tell you about it. So, a few weeks ago, my friend Chris Shembra came into town for a speaking engagement. Now, Chris has been on this podcast three times for three wildly different topics. He lives in Brooklyn. I live in Atlanta. We had never met in person, but always had a fun connection. And I asked him, could I come to see you speak? He was able to get me in. And for me, I usually have a limited time during the day to do anything because, you know, kids generally need to be picked up from school. But on this day, my husband was grabbing the kids and I originally was going to work on podcast stuff and creative stuff all day, but I just left the day Open, which generally gives me hives if I don't have most of the day planned out. Anyway, Chris is speaking in the middle of the day. I go to see him, had the best time, and I met all of these cool people in the span of an hour and people that I've connected with and are getting together. With. It was just so great. You know, like it was one of those days that were totally not planned and just ended up being fully magic. And I offered to drive him to the airport afterwards to catch his flight. And I said, We had a little buffer of time, right? And so I told him, Chris, I'm taking you to my favorite tea place by my house. It's called Just Add Honey. It's the best, and I want you to experience this. And we only had like 40 minutes before I had to get him to the airport to catch his flight. And we had the best time at the tea place, of course, and they always over-deliver, justadahoney.net. And as I was explaining to him what fun February was, We got out of the tea shop and he noticed some bird scooters. These are motorized scooters that you can just jump on and go. You can rent them for however long. And he looked at me and said, hey, it's fun February. Can we go on those? Sure. Of course we can. Let's go. While he's been in that neighborhood, this neighborhood often, it's called the Atlanta Beltline and it literally is the most popular spot in all of Atlanta. Uh, he never got to do it in this way. And so I got to tell him the history of the Beltline and the neighborhood and some fun facts as we were, you know, kind of going around. And I could see his energy just, it was almost like a childlike energy where you could see a smile from ear to ear. And it was like pure joy. And I could see it on his face. I could feel it. It was like, it's, it's one of those things that when you, it's so contagious, when you're in that state of magic, when you're in that state of possibility, when you're in that state of who knows what's going to happen next, what possibilities can we find? What are we going to find just by looking in a different way? And I could see it. That smile was so big. Uh, We're going on these scooters. He's recording himself on video. He's sending it to friends that he's thinking about. It's just like I could see all the synapses firing in his brain of just this pure childlike joy. And I could see his energy just going through the roof. And uh, then we saw this cool patio bar. It's called Ladybird and asked if he could stop and get a beer. Uh, You know, we had like five minutes left. Uh, and hang by the fire pit in the fireplace outside. And the day was chilly, but beautiful. And the answer was, of course we can. So, I could see him looking around like, look at this place. Wow, it's so cool. The bartenders are cool. The beers look cool. He's just taking it all in. It was just a mindfulness almost uh, of just taking it all in and just immersing himself in everything around him and just being lost in the wonder And so we got to meet some other folks by the fire pit outside and found out where they were from. But most of all, watching Chris completely light up was the biggest gift. Both of us were buzzing with possibility, joy, wonder, excitement, and above all, new energy. And Chris told me, had I not offered to hang out after the speech, he would have gone right to the airport, gone in the Delta Club, and just gotten work done. He was so happy. I was so happy. And that high vibration is what draws the right people to you. It regenerates energy and opens endless possibilities that you just can't get when you're stuck in a routine that you're not exactly lit up by. And that is why I launched Atlanta Wellness Retreats. That's right. I launched it. It is a complete mission for me to have For me to have you revive the very best version of you, how can I do this on a more mass scale or for more of you? A higher state of being that has always been available to you, but stuck. I want to show you the fractures of light, inviting and welcoming you back to your own confidence, courage, fulfillment, wholeness, movement, connection, reflection, possible mindset, peace. And the most prized gift, alignment. And here is why I'm so excited to announce this. All of this is available to you. You have access to all of this. And I am now offering private coaching to co-design a plan just for you and implement it right alongside with you. Take a look at your year ahead. Are there changes you want to make? or things that you're kind of excited about, but you'd love to accelerate, or even opening the door to new possibilities, more fulfillment. I know you're working hard, and sometimes it feels like you can't get off the hamster wheel because you're so stretched in your schedule and things to do. Well, I've figured out some really practical ways to help you, and I always invite a little bit of magic too. You can schedule a free call to let me learn more about you, and learn more about if this is the right fit for you. You can go to allisonhair.com and book there. And again, it's totally free. There's no obligation at all. It's just a chance for us to connect and get to know each other better and see if it makes sense Do we want to work with each other. The other way I'm helping you reconnect with your highest self is through in-person, small group wellness experiences, highly curated, highly bespoke. And the purpose of all of these is to not only give you an unforgettable paradise for the time we're together, but also the ability to connect with others who are searching just like you are. And those people, a lot of times, are people that can help you along on your journey But the most important is that you leave with practical tools that you can start incorporating into your everyday life. What I've noticed is when I go on retreats and when I go on these fabulous trips that are amazing and you have the pictures and the memories and these incredible experiences. And after day three, you finally start to unwind, but shit, it's day four, you got to go back. And when you come back home, you come crashing back into real life, and you're already exhausted. You know that phrase of you need a vacation from the vacation? Life does not have to be like that. There are other ways. And my mission is to help you get that. And again, whatever that looks like for you, I am on your side of like, How do we find alignment? How do we find your voice again? So part of it is like deprogramming all of the stuff that we learn that no longer serves us and maybe creating a new path and a new neural pathway that's going to help you moving forward. This is so exciting and I am busting at the seams. I'm so excited to finally bring this to you. It's been percolating for so many months. And so the first experience, the first retreat experience is this weekend. So if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, which are Thursdays or Friday, it's February 18 from 1 to 4. It's called Calm in the Chaos. And as the name suggests, it's a mini retreat where the entire experience will be focused on you. And how do you ground yourself when the world around you is going crazy, when you have so much going on? But also being able to kind of tune out some of the noise and tune into your own body and giving yourself permission to do that. I am super stoked that the event is being co-sponsored by my favorite tea company, Just Add a Honey. I mentioned them before. So the founder and I are partnering on this and it's going to include a mindful walk along the Atlanta Beltline this weekend. I've reserved and rented out a private wellness studio where we are going to have a tea ceremony. This place, this wellness studio looks like heaven and it is right off the Atlanta Beltline. It is a hidden treasure and I'm so grateful. I can't wait to show it to you, but we can do a tea ceremony meditation, journaling session, and all of the stuff I'm talking about today, you're going to be able to experience over the course of only three hours. I promise none of this will be like what you've experienced before. It's going to be an elevated experience full of nourishment, care, and joy, and permission for yourself. I'm going to be offering future events, but never at this low of a price. So if you're interested, I would be all over it and grab your spot now. You can sign up at allisonhair.com forward slash calm. And if you can't make it, but you are interested in future experiences or to learn more about those programs, go to allisonhair.com forward slash well and get on the waiting list. And I'll put all the links in the show notes. Again, it's allisonhair.com. You can just go to allisonhair.com. But you can go to well or calm at the end of it. And that's it, y'all. Actually, there's so much more. So make sure you're subscribed and following this podcast to see what's next. You can also subscribe to my blog at allisonhair.com as my weekly emails are where you can get new ideas to implement in your own life every week. And they're usually real short, real personal, and always have a surprise and fun at the end. And not feel like you're so alone. All the links are in the show notes. And as always, be good to yourself so you can be better for others. See you on the socials before I see you next week on the pod.